Thanks for tuning in to the Tiny and Big Podcast. We're a third culture couple sharing insights, one conversation at a time. So as we sit uh, and record this, we are now in the first week of March. Um, I personally found myself this week and like the past two weeks really reflecting on where we were this time last year. Because you can never have enough of 2020. <laughs> Dear. Trust me, we're, we're not taking you back. This is this is supposed to be a more uplifting episode. But um, but yeah, it's, it's dawned on us that uh, the anniversary, the one year anniversary of COVID, yay, happy birthday COVID is, is upon us. And like I mentioned, I'm just thinking about where we were last year mm-hmm. um, I'm like you know my phone also reminds me of this is what you did this is where you went one year ago on on this day and I feel pretty like nostalgic and I just thought we could talk about where we were then and how naive and innocent and happy <laughs> we yes. were um, and now like thankfully I know like we're in a we're in a good spot and uh, we've been fortunate in many ways, but I just was wondering, like, what do you think about before, like then versus now? So for me personally, uh, the first week of March, I mean, which which is where we're at now. But in 2020, I, I literally did my last uh, work trip. So I was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I went I went to Pittsburgh for an event. And I remember very distinctly, I was I was literally sitting down, you know, at the gate um and i was sitting down at, at the airport yeah, yeah. Oh. like i already arrived at the gate and i was sitting down waiting for waiting to board the plane and i just remember I, and i never look at the tv you know like the the, mm-hmm. the tvs that they have next to the gate because usually i'll have like a podcast on or just listening to music whatever i mind my own business and i for some reason i just looked up and i saw you know the headline that uh, the pandemic is spreading people and and it was a debate actually about whether or not we should wear masks yeah especially since it was early in the game do you remember that it was an actual debate there but yeah. so many so- sources were saying like no the mask makes it worse exactly. even Fauci at one point was like listen it's not effective or whatever so it was in that like that's where we were and I just I, I wasn't wearing a mask I was traveling I yeah. literally I went to an event it was about 200 people shaking hands getting close you know like drinks dinner travel tra- exactly travel on the plane like that was that was the the norm right and i didn't think that there was anything wrong at the time like i remember starting to hear things about the upcoming pandemic but at that point there was only a few people in the airport wearing masks and you know like sometimes you you would see that but it obviously wasn't common mm-hmm. like i mean it wasn't maybe like 10 percent of folks in the airport were wearing a mask at that point yeah. i remember you know what it hit it hit our friends and family back home earlier like i remember remember like our parents and my my parents they were talking about lockdowns and covid way before like the news reached us and mm. i feel like there was a part of me that was in denial like oh okay this is this is happening like closer yeah, in like the, the east and whatever it's not gonna reach us and if it reaches us like the u.s is gonna yeah we're gonna we're gonna be fine um and you know what else i really like so vivid uh in my memory my parents were visiting do you remember mm-hmm. so uh ever since uh my sisters and i left uh the uae uh, for education my parents would come and visit us in in this part of the world world every march for their birthday so I distinctly remember they were coming to Toronto to spend a week in Toronto, and then they were coming to spend a week in Chicago. 
They arrived in Toronto and then literally two days later things were getting serious. So they tried like tried to book their flight to Chicago earlier because they were flying out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They arrived in Chicago and then they were again they were gonna stay here for a day or two and then they they had like They're gonna fly out. They basically. fly out and the borders closed. Mm-hmm. And, and we got stuck here for like they a got month stuck and a half. here, the borders to the UAE closed. And we thought we were. I felt like we were. We just didn't know. We the ground was like, someone like shook us, and we just didn't know what was gonna happen. We didn't know how long this was gonna last. We didn't know the magnitude of it. I still remember when they sent us home from work. We thought it was just gonna be a couple weeks. They're like, just go home and then see you in a couple weeks. Like mm-hmm. when this is all over, sanitize your hands and it's gonna be fine there was just a lot of things in the air as everyone knows now listening to this having gone through the full year uh, and i think like versus where we are today you know i think there was a lot of uncertainty a lot of ambiguity as we rolled through a lot of obviously challenges for some folks and on- honestly a lot of successes for others like it kind of mm-hmm. depended on where you mm-hmm. were in the game there was some fortunate news some unfortunate news there's definitely a, a very different reality of where we are now mm-hmm. right um you know a year in at least in the U.S., things look like they're trending in the right direction. Certainly not at the at the best speed or whatever, but mm-hmm. vaccines are starting to, to get rolled out. Yeah. You know, summertime's approach. I feel like people are just clinging on to, to better hope. Let's put it that way. I don't know what that necessarily means. But anyways, with that in mind, curious what you think in terms of having gone through a full year of 2020, you know, celebrating the anniversary of, of when it first started. <laughs> what did you learn that you're now applying into this year you know something that uh, i i think about a lot is that i learned that we need less than what we thought we needed i mean we spent an entire year well almost a year at home and it just you know put into perspective that there are some things that we i think we're tricked by society to think that we need turns out we didn't need them at all basically like we realized you can leave the house without spending money you know when everything was shut down like at least that was one of my biggest realizations because i was the guy who it's not like i always went out and out of my way to spend tons of money on like shopping or whatever but if i went out yeah i go to starbucks get a coffee you know and then an hour later i'd like pop in somewhere get a smoothie or you know, it was just always on my mind. Like I never, I always associated being out with the ability to, to stop in at a shop, or a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, sit on a patio and, and just hang out. Okay. And I think COVID obviously changed that because of that dynamics of the restaurants and all the shutdowns meant that, you know, maybe you can be out for a walk or, or you know, a run by the lake or whatever, but it changed the dynamic that you can be out, you can have fun, you can appreciate just being outside without having to spend a dollar on something. Mm, that's true. And it's weird. Like, I always knew that. But it, it just, this time we it was different. We never did it. Yeah, like, literally just going to a park, sitting down, and just being like, thank God <laughs> I can be outside. And just, like, admire not having to put on a mask, like, you know, in a, in a crowded, yeah. confined space or being in my condo literally all day. And I know this is, like, 20... 21st pro- 21st century problems uh but i'm sure a lot of people let's say in the u.s or in canada are resonating right like mm-hmm. it's just nice to to be out and just enjoy the the outdoors 
I think for me something like similar along those lines but more I guess as as a woman you know we're always we're always like conditioned to think that you need to buy this 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 new foundation this latest makeup these are the new accessories this is the new handbags of like summer 2020 and I think what was reinforced for me is that actually all of these things that we've bought in the past did not protect us did not help us and actually you're able to have a full proper summer without all of these accessories without the foundation what i'm trying to get at is that society conditioned us to be consumers Mm -hmm. you always need the the newest thing the latest device the newest accessory turns out you can function really well without any of them mary kondo enters the chat she's she's (sighs) clapping right now behind the scenes now well this like whole thing about minimalism right uh it's really true in the sense that 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 was another point like because a lot of the, the the social activities were missing right and you couldn't do them there was actually in fashion like there was this new trend of um like not not i forgot that the appropriate word it's like where you just dress, dress down you know kind of like loungewear that's what exact casual right <laughs> yeah. whatever it's called but it's true like that became a whole line on itself where you can wear sweatpants because you're not you're not dressing up to go to the office and then after the office there's drinks with your peers and then after the you know there might be an event mm-hmm. whatever so even i think that scene changed a lot of it and people were just comfortable not only in their own skin but the more important part is they were comfortable in letting other people be in their own skin so mm. there was this like equal expectation that dude you know what pandemic it's all good we're in the same bubble yeah so all the what? barber shops are closed we're all, all the nail salons like you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> honestly i i like i stopped Obviously, I kept up with my hygiene, but I stopped wearing makeup to like Zoom calls or Zoom class. I stopped like I was wearing sweatpants. Yeah, I wasn't wearing suits. Like honestly, uh, I kind of miss it, but yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't wearing like a bow tie every time. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I still love to wear makeup and dress up and all of that stuff. But just the the I guess I learned that you don't need that. You don't need that to be productive. You don't need that to be successful. You definitely don't need it to be happy. Mm. The only thing that kept us happy or the only thing that really brought us comfort throughout this whole thing was like you said maybe like going outside being in nature and also our relationships mm-hmm. the only pe- like the only source of comfort is when we oh that's so true talk to our like first thank god we had each other yeah um i don't know what i what it would have been like if you were like stuck in canada or if i was stuck but like even just call up friends family back home like i, I think that that's another thing that I think we both Zoom. realized. We now have yeah, like was... Zoom dates with all of our family members where we're like every Sunday, for example, like we have like a designated Zoom date and time, which is something I'm sad to say that we, we never didn't, did we did, never did before. Yeah, it is. Because uh, we like, listen, we, we use WhatsApp, you know, but we never honestly, like I'll, I'll, be, I'll be truthful about it. Like we never, we never made it a thing like every week, the whole family is going to get together mm-hmm. on video and we're going to chat. And that's the least we can do because obviously for us, our family lives back home. And my parents in Lebanon, as an example. Mm. So it's not easy to, to see each other. Yeah. You know? And then loop in my sister in Dubai. So that was another thing, like, where you had these things at your disposal, just sometimes with, you know, the chaos of life and everyone's busy, everyone has their own stuff going on. You sometimes forget what, what really is the m- most important in your life or should be. What do you think surprised you the most from this whole thing? From like the the, the the 2020 year? 
Yeah, like the whole like the the pandemic, the 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 quarantine, just the. the but then every time you say pandemic, you know that that girl who does those memes like the pan- Majimbo. Majimbo, yeah. man, I can't. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I watched a couple of her of her videos. First of all, shout out to her. She she literally gave gave me life basically. <laughs> but every time you say pandemic, that's all I can think of. Pandemic. She like destroyed that <laughs> word for me. I wanted to meet up, but ooh, it's a pandemic. I would have let you come to my house, but like, oh, pandemic. <laughs> really, really wanted to see you, but like, <laughs> pandemic. Anyways, what were we talking? What were we saying? I was. What surprised me, you the most? Yeah, right? what surprised you the most about this whole thing? I hope it doesn't sound boastful, but I, I really did. I did prove to myself that I could be resilient, and I think it's because what? Oh my God, that's what I was gonna say. Really. That's my thing. Well, now you have time to find something else, right? <laughs> Be unique. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I think that's probably why. And I think in large part, it's probably because we've also been through difficult times, like, you know, well, at least in our upbringing or being in a country like Lebanon. Is, like, I, I think we've faced certain things uh, through the, what would I call, immigrant roadshow. Let's put it that way. A lot of people <laughs> would resonate. Um, but nonetheless, like, I think every time you go through stuff like this, it, it really shows that you have character. And I think why that's important is when you go through these, let's say, more challenging times. And I, and we have challenging times in, in different ways, by the way. So what I categorize as challenging, you might think is different. But nonetheless, my challenge in going through it helps give me comfort that the next time I run into an obstacle, I now have this in my passport, right? It's kind of like a badge. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, dude. And I won't lie. Like when, when, when I came back from that Pittsburgh trip in March, do you remember those like three, four days? I remember we had this this trip going to California, and, oh. and I and I got on a, on our team call, and my manager was like, uh, "Unfortunate news, and it, it's a bummer for everyone because this is a trip we all look <laughs> forward to the most. You know, sunny California, it's great time, it's a wonderful event. When not when that got canceled, and we couldn't go, and then our company came out with policies and whatever around COVID and traveling. That's when it really really hit me." And I remember talking to you about it and I was really down. Like I was upset. Yeah. I was so demotivated. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I literally, you have to understand the context. Like I moved to Chicago in January of 2020, f- like full time permanently. <laughs> and I'm tasked with like building a market and whatever for work. And I just like, literally, it was a Thursday, I think, Thursday night. I just, I turned on my, P- my PS4. I played, and I'm not a gamer, by the way. I literally started, I just needed to like escape dissociate we call uh, yeah. it <laughs> i just needed a break from everything that was going on because that's when it i think hit me the most and i'm like what the hell like i kind of gave up in like that instant you know what i mean which sucks for me to say that because i'm not a quitter but i just gave up in the sense that you know what if everything's stumbling down if everything's closing if we can't even travel i'm gonna take like a day or two off mm-hmm. and i remember it dragged over that weekend and then monday i woke up and i was like I don't think this is a short-term matter, right? It's likely going to stick here for a while. So what am I going to do about it? And there are people that are in much, much worse positions, like let's say a restaurant owner. I at least have the ability to be comfortably sitting in my living room with the heat on in the middle of Chicago winter and work out of a laptop screen. Yeah. And I make I can make a living. I think that's when it hit me. And that's why obviously context is always important. Mm-hmm. But what surprised me the most is if you were to ask me when I had that breakdown, <laughs> what my mentality was versus like, let's say the Monday, the following Monday, when I woke up and I changed my perspective and just being able to go through this year, mm-hmm. you know, having lost relatives, you know, having them pass away and 
just other people and the, the whole energy of the world. Like, it was just a lot for everyone. But I just think going through that, you know, made me appreciate that I can persist through tough times. Mm-hmm. Nicely said. For me, it was how much I relied on my ancestors. Not necessarily like my ancestors, like my grandparents, my parents. Mm. Remember, they were when they, my parents were stuck here. They were less, obviously they were panicked because the borders were closed and they didn't know when they were going to go home. But they were very calm about, you know, staying indoors and not moving. They were pros at it. Yeah, because that's, remember, they were telling us all the stories about how they lived underground in the shelters in Lebanon during the war and how they didn't have water and electricity. And they were, they were, they were playing cards and having fun. And I felt like I really like drew drew strength from what they lived through and especially like what my grandparents lived through i didn't know that you could draw strength from your ancestors in that way i had never experienced it before but now i feel like i know how and it's always going to stay with me Mm. um that's something that surprised me for sure yeah i mean they had they had more experience going through again that's what i like eventually right when let's say we have kids or whatever the context is when we go through something maybe similar or different, but maybe a similar context. Please, God, I hope not. <laughs> right? Maybe not, hopefully not a fucking pandemic anymore, but who knows, right? Like, let's say we Are go we through... Are we going to swear on our podcast? Whatever. We'll figure this out. <laughs> but um, we'll be more equipped, right? Like, these are basically like you're, you're building tools, mm-hmm. right? You're kind of like leveling up. Every time something like this happens, you build a bit, a bit more tough skin. Like, my grandma was like an alligator. God rest her soul. You know, Mm. her skin was so tough. She had this like really weird sense of calm in the sense that like she's been through so much. And sometimes you can you can tell by looking at a person. Yeah, you can't shake her. You know what I mean? Like you can tell when you look in her eyes like she's been through some shit. Yeah. Uh, And I think that just it comes with with experience. I'm kind of happy that we went through, weirdly enough, some form of recession, because that's the one thing that always used to hinder me in, in in a funny way. I know you're giving me the eyebrows. Let me just give you context. <laughs> I'll explain one. Please when. explain. <laughs> so because I work in the finance space and I was always younger. In my, in my, I mean, I'm still 27. But I would always, like every time we talk about where we are in the markets and whatever, people would always be like, yeah, but you've never seen a recession. Oh. You see what I mean? Like, so now you can tell them, oh, yes, I did. They, well, at least, I mean, it's, maybe it wasn't a financial one, but anyway, it was... It was interesting to, to finally go through, and it's, I'm not happy that we went through it, but just saying that career-wise, it was also helpful to go through that while working, especially in public markets. I think that was cool. I think we, li- like, we li- this is historic times. Mm-hmm. Everything that happened in, in that year with the pandemic, with the civil rights movement, Black Lives Matter, the Beirut explosion, all of that... Um, it, it was life-changing, and it's so crazy to think that it happened all in a span of a few months. So would there be something that you would change? Like if you were, I guess if you were to go back... Yeah, like besides undoing the entire pandemic yeah, and you, like... you can't do that. But maybe, maybe within yourself, like obviously knowing what you know now, going back... Ooh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Nothing. I don't think I would... I don't... I don't think I would change anything I think I had to go through everything I went through and feel everything I felt to bring me to the understanding and to the person I am now 
um, I feel like you had I had to sit in the uncertainty and as you know like that's not my strong suit but I was forced to do it mm. and I we kind of had to because we were in that situation we had to be creative with the ways we fo- found joy so like you know the things that we used to love to do before like hosting game night um, going to concerts uh, going to bars going to the beach those weren't an option so we had to find new ways to be happy with in a in a much simpler way and i feel like that's something that's going to i'm going to carry with me for the rest of my life because now i know how to derive happiness and depend on myself and to like regulate myself without external things besides my relationships mm-hmm. true and would there be something that i don't know if we answered this yet but like in 2021 with everything that we learned obviously in the past year what what are you taking with you to apply this year i need to think about that do you have an answer to be less serious about life okay which is so i i find it very difficult to do right and i'm actually I'm, i've been like reading on like stoicism and stuff because of this fact like the, the whole point of living in the present but also being very um purposeful about the future right like you know having a good evening routine and winding down and planning for the next day but i felt like in 2020 because of you know all the anxiety and the uncertainty whatever i was and and the 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 uncertainty of, of it all i think i was just more serious than i had to be about everything i was more serious about my health i was more serious about my work i worked much uh, i worked really really hard essentially very long hours i didn't have good boundaries between it all mm-hmm. you know i was just i felt like i was i took it too far Okay. And I forgot to just enjoy life. What about, did you think of something? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, I was going to say that my, uh, resi- my, if I can't even call it like a resolution for 2021, is to just continue living life and accepting that all the plans that I had for this year and like maybe years to come, mm-hmm. Um, all the milestones and the way I envision them playing out are probably not going to go out, are not going to play out the way I want it to, but to still live them nonetheless and make the, like, make the most of them nonetheless. True. So I was like thinking, for example, um, our engagement, our engagement party, that's not how I, you know, always thought it would go, but mm-hmm. we did the best with what we had. We still had an amazing time and I'm applying that, um, I guess I'm applying that logic to everything moving forward. Uh, Birthdays, graduations, uh, jobs, our wedding, travel, summer. Like, it's just everything's going to have to shift and it's okay. But I still, that doesn't mean you stop living life. It doesn't mean you put everything on hold. Mm -hmm. Just do what you can with what you have while you're still here. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. As cliche as that sounds. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you found this valuable, please subscribe and feel free to carry on the conversation.